everybody. Good afternoon and happy day to you. We are Meet Me in the Middle with Lindsay Pollard and Joy. So we are really excited today. This is our 25th episode. Can you believe it? Oh my goodness. Yes, that's a wonderful thing. I mean, it's like going really quick. And we've had some really great guests on. So today we're like super excited. If we seem extra pumped today, we've got some really special guests on today as well. And so um, let's see, Joy, who do we have coming well, in? Let me today? Say who I'm going to bring up. Oh, well, we don't want all that, do we? <laughs> you got just work with us. I'm going to bring in one at a time. All right, here's one. Oh, there's one. And she's got to move her her camera the right way because she's kind of sideways oh i need to i need to do it again yes you don't have to go out you can just change your camera there yeah there you go this is real time real stuff there she okay, is there she is so this is sydney broughton and this is my daughter my oldest child and uh young woman excuse me and uh, <laughs> we are happy to have you on, Miss Sydney. Hi. This is the first time we've, well, no, 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 I take that back. First, we had our husbands on. We had Ronald and Roger on. So we're kind of keeping it in the family and get ready to bring one more in. All right. This next guest is coming in. There she is. This is my oldest daughter, Carrie Burr. Um, Hi, Carrie. There she is. Welcome to Meet Me in the Middle. Hey. I'm so glad to have Thanks both for having us. here. And they're both, let's see, Sydney, you are 29, and Carrie, you are 33, right? I can I see. I am. Uh, well, you, both, you both look really good, I'm telling you. Uh, I know. You, you take Y'all are some old people, but you look good. Hey, right. <laughs> I was just telling Lindsay, this is episode 25 of Meet Me. 25 episodes? Yes. My sister. So for you all out there that don't know Sydney down here in this one's where I don't know where you all are on, yeah, when you everybody sees it. But Sydney is the one that produces our videos. Once we record them, she's the one that puts the jingle at the beginning and the end and all that good stuff. And so she's part of, of that team. And then Carrie's Carrie's on her mission up north in Connecticut. Sydney's on her mission in Mobile, Alabama. All right, Lindsay, take yeah, it from here. Yes. We are so happy to have both of you here. Thank you so much for joining us. And Joy and I, you know, we talk all the time. And so we talk about our kids and, you know, share different things. And one of the things that we realize is that you both are PKs, pastors, kids. So look at look at look at the responses. Said it all. That was the whole interview right there. <laughs> anyway, um, one of my first questions was, um, "Man, I I'll ask you, Carrie. Growing up as a PK, what was that like for you?" Um. So it's funny because you don't you don't know that other people have different realities for the longest time you know what i mean you just sort of it's it's your reality so it's like oh this is this is completely normal to do 
sword drills and to, you know, go to church from 7 a.m. to yes. <laughs> yes. have an amen choir here. No, this is so fun. Whatever time, you know. Um, I feel like there was a lot of great things about it. You know, we, we had so many like missionaries, other people come visit us. We, I, I feel like I really had a cool experience um, being on the inside of church and just really understanding that foundation of God's parts that were challenging. Um, and maybe that, maybe more that I'll touch on later in, in the later conversations that we do, but um, so yeah, yeah. That's were there any were were there any pressures that you felt um, at any point growing up that that you realized other kids weren't experiencing? That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I just be honest. Like you don't have to worry. Both of you, Sydney and Carrie, but don't worry about even how because we know. And the ironic thing is, Lindsay and I both are preachers' kids as well. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I think there was definitely that moral strictness within within the church or within our family. I even remember when I was in high school, I said something, and my friends like, "You can't say that. You're you're a pastor's kid." And I was like, "Well, whatever." You know, like at some point, you you sort of have to just grow out of that. Not grow out of it. Um, yeah, you do. You have to sort of expand your 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 limits a little bit, almost to understand what it actually means to to know God, really. For me, I, I feel like I had to have, you know, I wasn't like full-on rebellious pastor's kid. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Do you... Um, yes, the, the stereotypical. Um, do you feel as if... Yeah, there, there definitely was. I think there's a little bit of a lag. I know. Should we? I didn't want to cut you off. It just seemed like there was a little bit of a lag. That's okay. Yeah. We got a oh, little okay. Go ahead. lag. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't want to cut you off, Carrie. Um, do you, did you, um, do you feel like you got any pressure from your parents to be a certain way? So, I don't know that they were. I don't know that you guys were overly um, like overbearing or strict. I think part of it was I was a naturally compliant child. So I, so some of it I just put on myself based on like understanding these are the rules and we follow the rules. And so that's the kind of kid I was. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think, I don't know that there was a ton of pressure that you guys, one thing I really appreciated about my parents is they never, they never made me feel like I was in the fishbowl and they never said, like they never said, listen, if you do this, it's going to look bad on us and you better not do that because it's going to make us look bad. But I feel like there was never that pressure, which was great. All right, Sydney, honey, fess up, tell us, tell us your experience. What's your... <laughs> I mean, mine was similar to Carrie's in the sense of you really don't know until someone kind of points it out. But even at that, our worlds were so, my world was so separate. So church life and home life was so separate um, from school and then church. Church was two hours away 
Friday through, you know, maybe Wednesday through Saturday. Okay. And then, um, then I had school two hours away, Monday through Friday. So, um, and then the school that I was at, I was at a private school. So I had pastors kids around me and I had, you know, now mind you, the, the economics was different. So I could, the different, I, I guess the PK difference would be more so the socioeconomical difference that I had versus the ones that my parents ministered to a lot of my, a lot of the members. Um, but as far as pressures and whatnot, in the church a little bit more so than outside of the church. Um, you know, they, they never, they always made sure to tell the congregation that we're their kids and they will discipline us or they'll deal with us. So I really didn't get a lot of, um, I, I really didn't get a lot from adults as growing up. Now I may have had some interactions with, you know, folk that are around my age at that time, but, it wasn't really not too bad it wasn't really too bad no i mean and these are some people that i call now so now that you're um not in a pastor's home because you're in your own home now you're married have your own family unit and everything um is it different or did it just kind of flow easily for you? Did you have to let get rid of some baggage in order to move? To um, <laughs> I can say the residual. So I, I burnt out being a pastor's kid. Okay. I was burnt out because from, I mean, I, I was born into it. And nice. then when I went to college, uh, I barely went to church just because okay. I was always in church like for 20 something years, I stayed in church or we would be on time for church, but I would not be on time for school, you know? So it just, it got to that point where when I got to college, I was just like, okay, I'm tired. And it's not, I'm tired of Christ. It's not that I'm tired. I'm just tired of all the travel, all this. And I have to go to church and I have to be there and then I have to be there from seven. Cause we, again, we live two hours away, California. So you're battling traffic, then you're in, you know, wherever you're supposed to be, then you might have to do house visits, then you might have to go and do a, a, a nighttime program, then you have to travel two hours at best, most home. Mm -hmm. So once I got to college, you were worn out. I'm, go I'm going to, I, I, I slept most of the time for church. Um, if there were worships, uh, I was required to get those so I could go off campus. Um, at a certain point, I actually started doing the worships, um, like my freshman year in college. Uh, but yeah, I mean, college and then now it's trying to come off of college and get into my own routine with my family. And, you know, just being honest, you know. Um, and again, that's because 20 some odd years, that's just been my life. And so now it's like, I'm trying to find the balance between going to church, finding a church that I like, my family, trying to bring them and, you know, finding the right balance between there. But a lot of it's an internal struggle because you, that was your life. And it's not like you asked for it. It's just like you were there and this is what you have to do. I think the hardest part is getting of bed to go to church 
Yeah. That's get probably the hardest thing for me to do is get up out of bed and go to church. Yeah. Well, now yeah. you don't have to. It's all virtual. And that has been perfect. Finish out this segment for either one or both of you is how being a preacher's kid, being a PK, how have you, um, what are some things that you went into your own parenting? Because Carrie, you're the mom of three kids. Sydney, you've got one. And so you're already in parenting mode. And how, what things have you done differently, I guess, um, or that you wanted to adjust to just, and not even just coming out of a preacher's family, but, you know, coming from a, a, a very strong uh, Christian family background, you know, what did you want to do differently going into your family? If that makes sense. No, that's, that's a good question. I, for one, so I uh, broke the mold by not marrying a pastor who, you know, like, I feel like there's this expectation almost that you're going to. And even that is a whole nother story. Cause I feel like it's been so freeing for me to not be married to a ministry man. And I think I've actually seen God's heart for what he wants for me in ministry more because I'm not some, I don't feel like I have to be a shadow. Um, but, um, I, for, for my kids, maybe it's just my generation, their generation. There's there, I'm trying to let them ask a lot of questions. And I had some of that growing up for sure. Um, but I think I'm less likely to try to give like this cute Christian answer to, you know, a lot of things they're already asking about, um, just, whether it's homosexuality, whether it's, you know, all these church issues that we grew up hearing over and over as like buzzwords. And I'm like, I want to, I want to hear what they have to say. Um, my son, the other day we were reading in the Bible and I, I was like, you know, they're kind of leaving out these, they're saying all the positive parts of the Bible story, but there's actually this other part that happens in the story and it's not that great. And so my son looks at me, he's like, it's almost like they're leaving out the bad parts and on purpose. And I'm like, it almost, it does. It feels like that sometimes. And I want my kids to be able to see that and ask and not to take everything um, that, not that they, like, cause I actually think that Christian culture has its own downsides. It has its, it has its, um, its blind spots and places where, it may not be healthy. And I think so often in the Christian culture at large, I see people trying to protect their kids so much from the outside world that we forget that there's unhealthy stuff on the inside. Um, so I think I'm trying, trying to figure that out. Let them ask a lot of questions and man, I'm making a lot of messes along the way, but. There's, I mean, that, that is such a fantastic answer and there's no you know, for those of us that are that are seasoned parents, there's there's no book, there's no book, you know, on how to parent your kids, and um, you know, basically, if you're if you're going from a, a Christian um, creationist point of view, you know, mm -hmm. then then the Bible is your marker, but at the same time, God understands our humanity, and I think He wants us to ask questions, you know. Right. So. How about you, Sid? Um, I'm at that point right now where <laughs> you guys, <saw, laughs> side note, you guys seen the um 
that uh, video where the man is on the interview and then the kid comes in and then the mom comes in and like, that's what just yeah. happened. <laughs> Eli just came in and, but, um, but it's, 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 it's difficult because I'm trying not to, um, project my own personal, like just struggles with going to church with a child. And so it, when I say it's a big internal struggle, it's a really big internal struggle. Um, as far as like the teaching element, um, I think these principles are the same as far as, as parents go, you know, being from Christian household is the methods that are different. Um, especially being a millennial and whatnot. I think yeah. we're a little bit more relaxed in some ways, as far as, you know, just everything's not cookie cutter. Everything is not black and white. There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of questions that we are asking that, and, you know, when we grew up, it was just, you don't ask the question. It was this and then that's it. And that, you know, and so I think even in Christianity, there's a lot of questions that are coming up because nothing is, I mean, yes, there's black and white, but there's a lot of gray area in some things as well. Um, and I think also denominational differences as far as, um, so I mean, being Seventh-day Adventist, there is a mindset that they instill inside of you from childhood. Um, is it is it tradition versus, you have to deal with tradition. So, you know, am I going to follow tradition? Is tradition, you know, the narrow way to go? You know, like, it's, it's just a lot of questions. So I think in me trying to figure it out myself, yeah. um, you know, when it comes to my son and whatnot, I'm gonna be more open for him to ask questions. He's three. So there's some things he's not asking. Now, there are some parameters that I'm, you know, I'm keeping in place as far as, you know, even with the homosexuality and things and whatnot, like there's realities, there's a lot. And I feel like my child should understand that growing up. You know, I think there's a lot of taboo, taboo, uh uh topics in church like carrie just said um but the reality of it is you have all of these individuals that are inside of the church so i think it's the way that you talk to them versus again when i i mean i don't know carrie if you grew up this way but how i grew up you know there's just taboo subjects as far as my parents go my parents were very liberal in that sense as far as just talking to me so i think my experience as a pk and my growing up and my, my um, the skeleton of how to raise a child and how I, I re I'm very appreciative and I try and follow that because they did a really good job, you know, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, but I, I tell anybody like my parents did a really good job as far as just being a California kid, you know, and all the influences and whatnot and them working two careers and Wow. them you know a certain lifestyle and just instilling in us you know morale you know the morals and ethics and christ and whatnot so um you know i i guess to answer the question i don't know if i went around it but it was kind of the same thing as what carrie said as far as just when it comes to our kid my kid just questions questions and then the other thing is that i'm in the deep south so <laughs> questions are a little bit 
taboo around here too. So it's trying to deal with that culture as far as my culture. And, you know, I think I had a little bit easier because I am Californian and the way that we are is a little bit different than down here. And, you know, so. That's great. That's a great segue to our next session. I was getting ready to do that because we want to go into the next one talking about church. Yes. Mm -hmm. Millennials um, and different areas of the country and how that looks and racial issues. Let's just do all kind of fun things at the next one. All right, Lindsay, close us out of this one. (laughs) All right. So we, this has been really good. This has been really, really good. Um, And, you know, we have two young ladies that are um, meeting for the first time. Um, They're our children. And, um, you know, there's a lot of commonalities and we're getting ready to delve into some of the differences and the different experiences. So on our next episode, we're going to be dealing with the church even more, but we're also going to be delving into how they feel the church has um, responded to you know, Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter and some of those other dicey issues. So yeah. we'll see, see you. Come back. All right. See you next time.